Thank you, Anthony, and good afternoon, everyone, or good evening, and welcome to Keys of the Game. I'm Gary Lester, your host, and Coach Kurt Newsom will join me in just a second here in the studio. Well, we had another great homecoming day here at, at Emory Henry College on the beautiful campus here at Emory Henry College. It started out a little soggy, but the wind got up and blew the clouds away, and over 6,400 uh, people witnessed uh, the underdog wasp battle the division-leading lines of Mars Hill for four quarters until the lines finally prevailed 24 to 14. The Wasp defense kept it close throughout the contest. Uh, the, however, the offense could not rally in the second half, and the Wasp fell to a team that could be the SAC champions. They are the reigning Mountain Division champions, and it looks like they've got a date with Tusculum on November 4th that will decide if they're going to be the conference or the division champions once again. Coach, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for everything you do. Coach, I want to start out with a question. You know, that we, we talked last week. We said there's, there's no such thing as an ugly win. Uh, but I think on the reverse of that is there's no such thing as a good loss. But f I think sometimes, and Josh, my partner Josh Floyd and I talked about it, sometimes losses don't sting or hurt as much as others, you know, and I'm thinking about, uh, you know, Newberry and so forth and so on. This one, I think, is one of those because I thought there was some lights-out football played by the Wasps this past week. You know, as a coach, I think your job is to get players to play hard. You know, and it, you, you watch film, and when you see a team that's playing hard, you say they're well-coached. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the one thing our team did that, that uh, you're proud of is we played hard. Yeah. And we didn't always play smart. But we played hard, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I think that's the the sign of a, a football team that still cares about winning and mm -hmm. losing. And uh, you know, I, I'm I'm with you. There's certain losses that are different than others, and uh, yeah. you know, as long as you feel like your guys, you know, we're playing against a team that's got 16 seniors. Absolutely, yeah, you I know, saw that. We've got a couple, and. Uh, you know, I, I thought our kids uh, gave it up. You know, there's, I thought the Catawba loss hurt a lot worse because yeah. I thought we could have won that game. The Newberry loss hurt a lot more because we could have won that game. And uh, all losses uh, hurt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But this one, uh, you know, you're you're proud of the effort that they gave. Exactly. And that's that's. That's what you try to tell yourself as bad as your stomach says you still lost, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So that's that's kind of what we take out of it. Well, this Mars Hill team, you know, they are the reigning division champions, and they come in 4-1. and one. Uh, They have a solid defense, one of the best in the conference. Uh, but I want to talk first of all about our defense because – you know, they their offense is good, too. They're second in the sack in total yards of 440 yards a game, and they're also second in rushing with 235 yards per game, and they're first and third down conversions, which means you can't get them off the field, and they stay out there about 34 minutes a game. But you guys put together a defense uh, that was a solid performance. I mean, if you look at some of the numbers, they really did not do much at all after that first drive of that second half, but the game was 14-14. Yeah, the, and first. 
the the one problem defensively is they they came out and they were going to throw the football for some reason, I, and I, they were throwing it more than I thought they would, mm. and then uh, we had turned some guys loose that. Uh, fans uh, don't always see. I'm sure yeah. you saw it, Gary. Uh, and if they had hit open receivers, our coverages were not what they should have been. Oh yeah, I had... and, and so that was a that was an issue. Mm-hmm. But it was the game plan was to stop the run. And then, like you said, after the first drive in the third quarter, I promise you, our defense was every bit are better than their defense. I think so. I think so. And I don't think you could say that, well, they had a lead. They were 24-14, and maybe they put take, took their foot off the gas. I don't think Tim Clifton is going to let Marzil take their foot off the gas. I no, mean, they, I've seen it because a year ago they were beating us by 30, and they ran a tackle reverse mm-hmm. on the goal line. You know, so, uh, you know, we're, we're catching up. Well, that's a good point. Last year we went down there and, and it was a 49-14 to 14 beat down. I mean, we scored late to make it 14, but it was 28 nothing at half, and we really had not been able to stop them. But um, talking about their run game, I noticed that they tried to run attack the edge consistently, but, that boy, they did not do – much at all coming up into the A and B gaps of that. No, they're they're an outside zone team first. Yep. They actually ran more inside zone mm-hmm. initially than we thought we'd see, and we had no problem with that. No. And then what they were doing on the perimeter that we've we've got to do a better job of. Uh, they were they were cracking the safety, and the the corners got a got to replace when that happens. So the ball would bounce. So the bounce plays with the support was an issue. And Mm -hmm. uh, we we fixed that at halftime. And so when we got when we got the we got the crack replaced, so the outside receiver cracks our safety, our corner's gotta come down with him because he's in man coverage and replace him and be the fitter. And uh, so that's that's what so Coach see, Buzzo and them did, and it worked out in the second half. So when it, when that corner sees that wide receiver cross his face, he knows he's got to he's got to come up and yeah, he knows it's not there. a slant now yeah. when he's coming sideways <laughs> on the snap. You know when he's going down the line of scrimmage to crack a safety. Yeah, yeah and that's what we got to figure out. Well, and they you know the. Um, they were averaging 5.2 yards a game when they came into the game. You guys held them to 101 yards on 43 attempts. That's 2.3 yards a carry. That's not even half of what they were averaging. And they've played some good teams. And, I mean, that's how effective your defense was. Oh, there's game. no question. Uh, very proud of the way we stopped the run. And, you know, going into a game with Mars Hill, number one is stop the run. Yeah. Well, really, with anybody you play. You know that yeah. you've got to make them one-dimensional, and and they've got to throw the ball. But a team like that, of course, it's uh, very relevant. Yeah, they were averaging 235 yards a game, uh, rushing the ball, throwing. They're they're only about 120, 130 or so. So they're they're most of their offense is on the ground. And and you're right. I'm surprised they threw so much. And uh, let's talk about some of those. 
receivers that got lost. I mean, I've never we I don't think we have a team in the sack that uses their tight ends as effectively as Mars Hill. No, they're they're in more twelve personnel than anybody we play. And twelve it, is is, two is tight one ends. one back and two tight ends. Right. And uh they're they're in that grouping more than anybody we play and they uh they utilize the outside zone to set up their nakeds where the quarterback will fake the outside zone one way and continue on and have dragon tight ends and mm-hmm. and outcut tight ends to throw the ball to and and Bo DeBerry and the, the two tight ends Accounted for forty percent of their offense. That's how, yeah. how much they use. And them. they lost one of the tight ends in the first half. Yeah, but I'm, which one was that? Number thirty-seven. Of eighty-nine, okay. I think. Well, not since Randolph Macon. I've, I don't think if we faced a team that uses their tight ends as as much as. as no, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Well, let's talk about a little bit about some of the defensive performances. I mean, Addison nicely, boy, I tell you, he continues to shine. He had nine tackles and one interception. He was all over the field. He continues to be a special player. He, you know, he was one of the captains picked this week because right. of his performance. Uh, his productivity uh, is off the charts. You know, uh, he is a great football player, and he's a he's a great person that outworks everybody on our team. There's a reason that he's special. I've seen him out on the field in the summer with lightning strikes around the field, and I would say, Addison, it's pretty much time to get in. <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, but well, but that that's him. That's how hard he works. Boy, he plays hard. And that interception was just picture perfect. He stepped in front of the receiver and took the ball away from him. Jarrell Harrison almost had another pick that would have been six uh, points. That would have a touchdown, getting, yeah. looking for a place to happen. And, and that was in the second half. Well, you, t- you talked about your corners and safeties. T.J. Payne and Kendrick Can both had nine tackles. They were – very yeah, active. they were very, very involved and did did a good job for us. And uh, Caleb Lundy, I guess, you know, he had four tackles for a loss. He had seven tackles total. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, I think he would, should have had five tackles for a loss because that, that uh, unsportsmanlike penalty that was called on him was – yeah, it's unfortunate when 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 you've got a guy and you kind of hip toss him and you get in the <laughs> get him in the air they 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 they'll call it and yeah. uh, and you don't think it should be called because he didn't do anything unsportsmanlike. No, it's just no. Aggressive. He it's it's the way he tackled him and he lowered his hips and he rose up and his feet were off the ground and when they, and then if if. I mean, what do you tell them? Let him go, you know. So yeah. it's 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 a tough deal on that. Well, it was, and I noticed the white hat was standing right there beside it and didn't call it. That's exactly what I told our coaches when we came in. Uh, you know, if if we, if it was a foul, the white hat would have called it. Yeah. And uh, so you know, it kind of depends on who's on the field at the time. Uh, you know, we're all human. And uh, the guy, the sideline judge, was, uh, I guess he felt like it was a hip toss. <laughs> well, Coach, we're going to switch gears here and, and, and go over and talk a little bit about the offense. We want to talk about Cole Lambert, get your take on uh, how his performance was, and talk a little bit about the offense and 
the the second half whether we're what's going on and we can't seem to generate much much offense out there but uh, folks we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back Tumbling Creek Cider Company, heritage-inspired, full-bodied cider varieties made with Southwest Virginia apples that are pressed in-house and fermented on-site. Award-winning ciders in the new tap room, located in the Abingdon Commons next to the Abingdon Farmers Market and Abingdon Visitor Center. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, Appalachian to the core. And we're back. Coach, the offense, 14 points in the first half. Uh, we actually moved the ball. I mean, you had a great run by Jaquan Anderson once again, and uh, Cole Lambert threw his first touchdown pass in college football. But and it looked like we were going to be able to move the ball, and we did in the first half. And yeah. I and uh, you know I, I was proud of the, first of all, very proud of Cole mm. because he you know he's as good a person as is on our team. And he cares. And, uh, you know, at one time I didn't think he would be able to play quarterback here. Now, he did tell uh, Cam Beecraft, our offensive coordinator, he said, that's the first time I've been hit since the last game of my junior year in high school. Oh, gosh. Well, he made up for it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got sacked in the five second times. Half. Sacked five times. Well, the thing I was impressed with him, and then when you get sacked, I play quarterback. When you get sacked that many times, it gets into your head. And but he continued to compete. Yeah, he did. And he got out of a couple situations that I didn't think he could get out of. So uh, you know, he he proved himself, uh, and I, I was real pleased. I promise you, the reason we lost that game wasn't Cole Lambert. Well, I said that. Yeah, I said that in the press box. It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, Cole yeah, Lambert. Yeah, Cole Lambert uh, did, did, did himself well. Well, he. Um, the thing I was impressed with him was he had zero turnovers. He did not throw any picks. I know there was a fumble, and I don't know who's what the exchange was. I couldn't see it, but he never panicked. Really. No, and. It was a little more on him, just uh, with a was, high handoff. But uh, anyway, no, I was so pleased with his effort and yeah. who he is and what he's all about. And, you know, it's, he's a special guy. Well, it must give the team a little, I mean, a great deal of confidence to, to have him go out and do I mean, that, that's Mars Hill. That wasn't somebody oh, that, else. Yeah, that was not uh, Concord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, this year's Concord. Right. Uh, you know, he he did it against a very good football team. And our numbers were terrible offensively, but we were, if you take the first half, we were productive. Yes. And you can have bad numbers and be productive. And then uh, the second half was a different story, of course. Well, let me ask you about the second half. Uh, we've uh, – this is – not the first time we've had troubles in the second half. Our teams, are we are we becoming predictable? Are they making adjustments to what we're doing? Are we um, giving something away that they find out? I mean, this this past week we really struggled offensively. I think we had about fifty some yards. Yards in the second half. Yeah, yeah no question. And, uh, only I think we I think we had four first downs and. What what happened with with this half was 
we were going to try to do what we had done, get some yards on first down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we have a plan, so get some run yards on first down and don't get way behind the chains and, and, and then, uh, you know, throw the ball when we have to. You know, it's kind of being predictable, but it's what we needed to do with a young quarterback. Yeah. And so what happens is we got that – they score on that first drive, so we get a deficit. So early on, we have to go to drop back game. Right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, somewhere yeah. in there. Right. And so we and we didn't hold up protection wise to to go to drop back, but we were just trying to win a game. Yeah. Because it had gotten to the fourth quarter. Now, the third quarter was not good, and we had the wind at our back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've, I've battled with that decision. You know, I wanted to kick them in the end zone so they didn't have good field position coming out. And I wish I would have switched it to where we would have kicked into the wind. And had the wind in the fourth in quarter. In the fourth quarter. You know, what, so what, you always kind of play around with things. You know, our players are looking at what I could have done different. I'm looking at what I could have done always, different. Yeah. And uh, so, but anyway, we started throwing the ball drop back game. And that's, right. we we are not a drop back team. Our protection is, is not holding up. You know, Cole is never been a complete drop back quarterback mm-hmm. and uh you know we we played like every down was third and 10 and and because we needed to because the run yeah. game had been shut down some they had decided hey we're going to stop the run oh they they had yeah. they loaded the box yeah, up. yeah. so they were going to stop the run so we were going to get them spread out and try to throw it which was a i thought it was a good thought on camp's part and uh yeah. We just couldn't hold up in protection. Well, if you're the defensive coordinator standing over there on the other side and you know that Cole Lambert is the quarterback and, and the, the first two have been put out, it just Heat only makes sense. Heat yeah. him up. Yeah. yeah, that's what uh, it is. Put the put the game on his shoulders, take the run away from him, and, put yeah. him, and see if they can in, and see. But, I, again, I go back to uh, Cole. I, I just I was really oh, proud of what he did. I, I was just, so proud of him and, and how he competed mm-hmm. and, and uh, really uh, made people miss in, in, yeah. in, in, as he dropped back. You know, I didn't know he had escapability like that. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but I, I know he I escaped know. from some things. Oh, yeah, there was one time where he circled around. There was one two guys laying on the ground. He, yeah, kind of jumped over them like a log in the forest, and then kept going. But uh, and I think he completed the pass on that. So, yeah, when they got ahead twenty four to fourteen, and 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 time started running down, it just kind of took us out of our offense, right? Because our offense was going to be slow. Yeah, we were going to be slow. Good point. And yeah. we 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 were going to try to out kick them with our punter and. You know, be that that team that tries to win a game late, and uh, the ten. You know, it's almost like we were going to be an option team. You mm-hmm. know, Army or Navy, <laughs> and uh, then when we couldn't be anymore, you know, it kind of exposed us a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I think I think it was a great performance by our, our, our. I mean, you're right. We'd never quit, and I, and I think a lot of fans and alums are very proud of that. I talked with our good friend uh, Rick Hughes this morning, and uh, you know that that was his sentiments exactly. And uh, so uh, that you know, and I think that's shared by a lot of people. So. Uh, Folks, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to uh, jump over to the Tusculum Pioneers who will be coming in here for the first time in in decades. Actually, the Tusculum Pioneers dropped football in 1950 after the 1950s, and it was probably around that time was the last time a Tusculum football team ever came on to Emory and Henry campus. So that's we're going to wow. That's set some history. We'll be right back, folks. Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our region. From the farm, to our stores, to your table. Food Country USA. People Incorporated is Virginia's oldest community action agency, offering over 30 programs and services to people across the Commonwealth. For more information, peopleinc.net and we're back coach we got the Tusculum pioneers coming in here they're four and three overall but they're four and one in the uh, SAC conference and uh, you know they're still playing for the division championship too so I they're going to come in here uh, looking for some some uh, a win so they can keep pace with uh, Mars Hill yeah they're a great football team they've you know they they played Kennesaw State yep. who's one double a yeah and has a great program down in Georgia, and uh, actually played them fairly close. And then Virginia State, uh, they they lost two by three points. Who beat uh, Norfolk State? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who beat Hampton University? Who <laughs> Hampton University beat Richmond? I mean, you you can go right down the line on. Uh, you know the teams they've played; those two non-conference teams, yeah. but uh, they've proved it in the conference. I mean, they've, yeah. you know, they beat Wingate. Yeah, they've got four wins. They they uh, they lost to Barton. Uh, they kicked a field goal. Barton kicked a field goal late and 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 beat them. But yeah, they've they've beaten Wingate, um, and they're tied with Mars Hill right now at the very top, and they play on November fourth. Which in all likelihood will be for the division crown, unless one of the two just completely fall apart. But this team we're getting ready to play, the Pioneers, they're kind of a the opposite of what we just got through with. I mean, they Mars Hill wants to win the game by running the ball and playing good defense. Tuscan wants to throw it all over the place and play good and defense. And play good defense. Yeah. Do you add that in? Because I'll tell you what. Our staff today, after watching them, said, "You know, we thought Mars Hill was so good up front, and uh, we 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 think Tusculum might be just a little better with those front four, but it's real close. I mean, uh, both of them have great great tackle play, mm. and that's that's very. And we have great tackle play. Andre Crawley has played his rear end off, but." Yes, I know what exactly what you're saying, and, and that is correct. Now, their quarterback, uh, Matthew Palazzo, I think I'm saying that right, but I'll have to get with Josh on Saturday to make sure that's right. But he's a big kid, 6'4", 225 pounds. He's actually out of Greenville, Tennessee. So uh, 
He, he's played at Chucky Dope. Chucky Dope. We had him on campus here, mm. so we did we did recruit him also. And uh, you know they started a young guy the first two games, mm-hmm. and uh, they it was a redshirt freshman, and he's been there a while. So uh, they've gone back to him. I'm sure his knowledge of the offense and. Him running the offense is, is what why they went back to him and and he runs it well. What kind of offense do they run, Coach? Uh, it's it's a spread and you know they're they're very similar in the run game as us. Uh, you know they have some gap schemes, they have some zone schemes, and then uh, but they 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 throw it and they and they're big play guys. You know, that's they've had a ton of plays over, you know, fifty yards. Well, they like to stretch the field. No as the question. Old saying goes, and I mean, I I've watched some film on them, and boy, they'll oh, they chuck I it promise you, they'll spread you out and and throw it, and really, that's what they did against Wise. They had two pass plays over seventy yards. Oh, I, I did not, I didn't see that, but. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're averaging four touchdowns a game, just like Mars Hill. So they're coming in here with pretty high powered offense. Uh, but boy, I noticed in the red zone, boy, if they get inside the twenty, they're probably going to get that pigskin across the goal line. Well, our job is to keep that from happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about their defense? You talked a little bit about their uh, front. I mean, are they a, a, a forty defense? No, he, yeah, they, of... yeah, they're a forty, and they get in some three down. Uh, they'll stand up one of their defensive tackles, and he's usually the three technique, mm-hmm. and he'll be like a linebacker, and he sets you know on your cadence. He hits the the B gap uh, on the strong side. So he's kind of prowling around. He's prowling around, and then he'll hit it. And uh, you know, he's three hundred some pounds hitting it. So that's uh, that's a headache. <laughs> well, they um, looks like in, in looking at some of their numbers, uh, they're they're in their defense. They they're really good against the run, but they seem they have struggled against the pass. They're they're giving up somewhere around two hundred yards a game passing, which. Of course, we just talked about that's not what we try to do. We're not, but a we, we, you know, we we need to do both. Uh, and uh, you know, our tailback numbers have been okay, but our rushing numbers haven't been great, right? Because and, of the sacks. Uh, yeah, so we we need to improve uh, throwing and catching, and uh, you know, in all phases. Well, now we talked about uh, Cole Lambert a little bit. I know we've got. Uh, uh, Kyle Short is, is was out last week, and then of course uh, Charles Mutter um, is Mutter will practice. We'll, we'll see where he is. I, I I don't know right now. I couldn't tell you. I I wouldn't think he's ready, but there's a chance he'll be ready. So we'll see. And uh, Kyle Short is he out for the year, or is he? I don't think for the year. I think he'll be back. I think this week would be very questionable. He's got a, a bad wheel, an ankle. Oh uh, yeah, a, a torn ligament in the bottom of his foot. What? Well, that must be painful. I yeah. think that's. I don't know how he's walking around. Well, he's not. That. He's on crutches. Yeah. Well, so we may get we may get Mutter back, but uh, Lambert is is for sure going to be out there. Yeah, some. I trust him and uh, feel like he gives us a chance to win. Yeah. Well, now you've uh, – we're talking about the division here. It's coming down to the wire now. Uh, 
November 4th is when these two teams are going to meet. I know that, you know, it's hard to make predictions. You haven't played Tuscan, but you've seen them both on film. You've played Mars Hill. Uh, is there any one of the two? I mean, I'm impressed with Mars Hill, but, you know, Tuscan, I think they beat Tuscan last year. But who's your pick for the uh, division uh, crown this year? I hope it's Emory and Henry. <laughs> I don't think we can catch up, but uh, no, if it's not us, I don't really care yeah. about uh, or, you know, can't predict it. Uh, they're both good football teams, and, uh, you know, so I think we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I don't pull for, for either one of them. I pull for Emory. Yeah. Well, I just want to get your take on that, and so – well, Coach, we're about out of time. We have uh, just a few seconds left. I just want to thank you for, uh, once again, making the time to come over here and make this show possible because it wouldn't be without you, and uh, we certainly appreciate you doing that. And also, I just want to say I, I think the performance on Saturday, I was very proud uh, to be an Emory and Henry grad at the end of that game. That means a lot to me. Thanks, Gary. Well, folks, we're taking on the Pioneers, as I said, in this coming Saturday, the first time they've been on the campus in, in quite some time. And they were in the old Smoky Mountain Conference with the Wasp back in the uh, 30s and 40s. That's how long it's been. But they're bringing in a good football team and hope you'll be able to make it to the game. If not, please tune in to Josh and Floyd and I. We'll be bringing you all the action at 1230 with pregame and then the kickoff is at 1 o'clock. So... Thanks, everyone, for listening, and have a good evening.